Hello and welcome to the Chris Terrell Podcast. My name is Chris Terrell. Happy Friday. Well, I don't know if it's Friday when you listen to this. It's Friday when I record it, but happy Friday if you are indeed listening to it on the day it goes live. Uh, you know, we're summer's drawing to a close. Wow, isn't it crazy how fast time flies when you're looking backwards and how slow it seems to go when you're looking forwards? Isn't that interesting? I always love it when somebody likes to bellyache about, oh, I'm going to have to spend a year. I'm going to spend two years losing weight. That's going to take forever. Look, some of y'all have invested 10 years in a show. Some of y'all are still watching Survivor. Some of y'all are still watching The Voice. Aren't they on season 365 or something? Like, really? You will invest years and years and years into a show. Why can't you invest years and years and years into personally bettering yourself? Why not? Why not, huh? I mean, just a little bit at a time each week. Just keep chipping away. Keep chipping away. The problem with with being a human is that far too often we confuse our perceptions as factual. Now, let's be honest. Every situation, every scenario has both facts and perception. Unfortunately, perception often becomes reality. It's so crucial that you recognize when you're letting your perceptions become reality. Because if you're doing that, you're going to be able to change your reality by changing your perceptions. So if you perceive the notion of losing weight over two years as long and terrible, you're wrong. It's only that way because you chose to believe that. There's no right or wrong. That is a perception. That is a matter of what's going on inside your own head. For you, because you've chosen to believe that it is long and miserable, it is going to be long and miserable. But it's not an absolute statement of absolute fact. You can indeed choose to see it another way. You can. You can. Some of you listening might think, no, I can't. I know that some of you listening know that you can because you're far down your journey. But let's talk about an area of perception that's very important. And that is how you perceive yourself, how you perceive your identity, who I am. Many of you will say something along the lines of, I don't have any discipline. I don't have any self-control. I don't have any willpower. Some of you will go even so far as to say it as a statement of absolute fact that I do not have self-discipline. I cannot control myself around food. Well, that's not true. You might not be able to presently, but that doesn't mean you can't ever. Self-discipline is what you need. Most people in the beginning of a weight loss journey, go into it assuming that what they need is motivation. Motivation is for suckers. Motivation is not the tool used by achievers. Achievers leverage self-discipline. Now, in this episode, I'm going to largely talk to those of you who think you you are not a disciplined person, who struggle with self-discipline. But spoiler alert, that's all of us. We all can improve our discipline. But I'm really talking to those of you that think you have no self-control. In fact, you use the phrase, I don't have any willpower. That's not true. You just haven't learned how to cultivate it. Because 
Think of self-discipline, think of willpower, think of them as a, as a replenishable resource. Every day you wake up and your self-discipline fuel tank has been replenished. Well, some of you, your fuel tank is like the size of a thimble and you're only filling it up halfway. All right, so some of you need to go get a bigger gas tank and some of you need to do a better job of filling it up every day. But I want to talk about how you do that. How do you fill up your willpower gas tank, so to speak? How do, how, do, how do you do that? Well, you do that by cultivating discipline. You ever, you ever thought about that? That your discipline, or lack thereof, can be cultivated. Now, no matter who you are, no matter how much discipline you have, you can cultivate more. So what are some ways you can do it? Let, let's dig into it. Now, before I dig into that, before I start giving you some tips and tricks and things you can use to help you cultivate more discipline, things that you can put into your life today, this is the sort of stuff I give away in my coach. I do in my coaching, by the way, like I'm giving this to you for free. All right. This is real stuff. So if you're thinking you want to lose weight and you're like, man, I can't really afford a coach. I sure hope you're gobbling up every single podcast episode I put out there because I'm giving you I'm giving you real stuff. You can go listen to other podcasts out there. They still like to spend all their time talking about calories. They like to spend all their time talking about nutrition. They like to spend all their time talking about the tactics and the mechanics of weight loss, which don't get me wrong. All that is important, but none of that matters if you won't do it. I can give you the perfect plan, but it won't matter if you won't do it. We've got to work on what's going on inside of our brains. We've got to work on what's going on inside of our heads and then pair it with good tactics. So before I get into that, a couple bits of housekeeping. First, if you are not in my Facebook group, you should come join my Facebook group. I, I, look, I'm biased, I know, but come find for yourself. See if, I'm, see if you disagree with me. I think I have one of, if not the best weight loss Facebook groups out there. It's a Facebook group unlike one I had ever seen. And it's not because of me. It's because of the people that are in it. The people that are in this group are top-notch people. These are people that are losing weight the right way. These are people that know they've got to work on their entire selves. These are people that are sharing and encouraging each other. These are people that are want to be there to support you, that want to cheer you on. If you're feeling lonely in your weight loss journey, come to this group. Introduce yourself. I'll do a week. I do Every week I do a post introducing the new members. So you'll get that. I, I want you to come be a part of it. You can find a link to that in the show notes of this podcast or by going to christerrellcoaching.com, clicking on free content in the navigation menu, and there is a link to it there. Last bit of housekeeping. I have a free event, a free live event on September the 1st at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Save that date in your calendar. Sorry, 6 p.m. Central Time. Uh, it'll go for about an hour and a half-ish. Uh, if you're in the Facebook group, you'll get all the invites about it. If you've joined any of my email lists, I will email you out with information on how to join that. It is a 100% free event. I would love to have you come and join it. If you missed my last five-day free event, which was transformative for so many people, you're not gonna wanna miss this one. I've got some great stuff for you in this event. So save, the, save that date in your calendar. Go ahead and just block it off. Uh, in a later podcast episode, I'll announce more details and I'll have information for how you can sign up and register for that. So just keep an eye out for that. September the 1st at 6 p.m. Central Time. All right, let's, let's, let's get into the topic. Let's give you some stuff that you can go and use today. Okay, let's give you a few tips that you can use to cultivate discipline. Tip number one, one time a day, do something new. Every day, do something new. 
Now, some of you heard do some new big transformative thing every day. I didn't say that. I said do anything new today. Anything. I don't care how small it is. Make it teeny tiny. Make it so small that you almost feel it's, it's laughable how small of a new thing it is. I don't care. This is about you doing one new thing every day. Hear me. There is nothing And I genuinely mean this. I don't even need to know you. I don't need to know your life situation. I don't need to know what's going on. There is nothing stopping you from doing one new thing a day other than your own pride. Because if you're, all you got to do is keep making the new thing smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until the point that it is laughably easy to do. You could write something new with a pen and piece of paper, write a new thought. You could take some sort of action towards a goal that you've been seeking to attend, attain. There's nothing stopping you from doing one new thing a day other than you. And that's the point of self-discipline. The point of self-discipline is to get yourself to do something every day that you don't want to do, but that you should do. But I want you to practice that on other tasks. Tasks that, yeah, if you fall short, it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to be the end of the world if you fall short doing that. But as you practice your self-discipline muscle, when you get to the areas of your life where you kind of got to play for keeps, where messing up is actually going to have some real consequences, you have already cultivated a sense of self-discipline. So do one new thing every single day. The other thing that you can do is begin saving money. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? This is a weight loss podcast. What are we talking about money for? Money, if you're bad at managing your food, how are you at managing your money? That is not an absolute correlation. It's not. However, it's a fairly common correlation. I'm not going to sit here and say that correlation is equaling causation. That's not what I'm attempting to say here. What I'm saying is if you are struggling with discipline with your food and you're struggling with discipline with your money, A, you probably need to fix both of those, but why not practice cultivating some self-discipline with money? I'm going to ask you a question right now. How much money do you have saved in cash or somewhere liquid that you can get to quickly and easily? What is the size of your immediate access emergency fund? Do you even have one? Are you $200 away from going broke? Are you? Are you one car breakdown away from not being able to eat? Do you have money saved and set aside? Are you taking care of yourself financially as well as personally with your body? Well, guess what? Cultivate a little self-discipline. Say no to yourself when you could buy something and you don't anyway. All right? I want you to look at your money as something that is yours that you can leverage and move around as needed. And it is a great place to practice exercising your no muscle with yourself. And that's going to lead to the third thing for self-discipline that you can use to help yourself. Your no muscle. A incredibly common problem that has caused weight gain, maybe even for you listening right now, is that, well, let me just talk about me. Let's rewind. I remember talking to a friend of mine in the beginning of my weight loss journey, and she was asking, you know, about how I gained all my weight, which was an interesting thought. I'd never really considered that. How and why did I gain my weight? And I realized it's because I indulged in every passing fancy in any passing moment. If I wanted something, I said yes. That's, that's what I told her. I said, if I want it, I say yes. And that's always been my problem is I am awful 
I mean, I'm just truly terrible at saying no to myself because as soon as I say no to myself, my inner two-year-old is like, but I want it. And I'm like, okay. And then I'd cave. I mean, I didn't even have to. I mean, I don't know if I'd, I never said no. It was bad. If I said no, it's because I couldn't afford it. If I said no, it's because I genuinely couldn't eat anymore. I was too busy. What I'm talking about with exercising your no muscle is I want you to say no when you could say yes. I want you to once a week, twice a week, three times a week, I don't know, you come up with a number, where, and, but a minimum of one time a week where you will say no to someone else when you could say yes, and I want you to say no to yourself when you could say yes. Two times a week, just twice a week, that's it. And you'll know that moment, you'll feel it, you'll know, well, I could say no and I could say yes. Oh, there's your moment, say no, take advantage of it. All you've got to do is be on the hunt for your moment. Some of you, however, are going to be so hell-bent on not changing that you just won't even think about it. And so next week you'll be like, oh, you know, I just didn't think about it. You didn't think about it because right now in this moment, you're already dismissing that notion. You're already saying, yeah, that's a nice idea, saying no, and I could say yes, but I don't like doing that because I'm not the kind of person that says no. I don't like conflict. I can't I can't handle conflict. So I'm just going to say yes and sacrifice and you know, I'll find some, some other way to deal with this. So back when I was doing business consulting, uh, working with executives, uh, I, I would tell people, You've got to stop doing things for your people. You've got to stop solving problems by you doing it for them. And I can always find the people that are going to struggle with that because they would immediately push back on it and they would say something along the lines of, well, yeah, but if I do it, it'll just be done and it'll be done right. Ah, that's that, that right there. I always know. I'm like, yeah, we got a mindset. We got a shift because you're not thinking about doing it right. You're thinking about just getting it done and you think you're better than everybody else. That, that's not the way to do it. You've got to think longer term in those situations if you're in management. I promise I'm going to tie this back into what we're talking about. Um, so what I would tell them is, look, whenever you solve a problem with your time, that is a finite resource. You can only do it that way so many times. So as you have five hours of problems that need to be solved that you've taken them on and now you're already working to seven, eight o'clock at night and now more problems need to be solved and all your team is home sitting in their beds. Why are you the one up staying late? Because guess what? Eventually, you've got to go home and this list isn't going to be done. You solving it by just saying yes is not an effective long-term solution. Sure, in a short-term solution, you might just have to step up to the plate and take care of it yourself. But you need to quickly figure out how to get this off of your plate and onto other people's plates. Maybe you need to train your team a little bit better so they're more efficient and effective. Maybe you need to hire more people. Maybe you've got too much work and not enough bodies. Or maybe you've got some people that just really aren't pulling their weight and they need to go. And you, rather than sitting down and holding an employee accountable, you're taking on their work for them. That's not a long-term solution. That's just you avoiding conflict. All right, now let me tie that back to this. You, in your life, if you just go around avoiding saying no because you're conflict avoidant, that is not going to work long-term. It's probably not working for you now. If you're 300 pounds right now, if you're 100 pounds overweight, it's because you have a no problem. You're not saying no enough. You need to say no more. I'm not saying you need to say no all the time, but you need to say no more often. And I want you to begin practicing exercising your no muscle. I had to do this. This was me. And so what I started doing is looking for an ex a time 
every single day to tell myself no. I did that in the beginning of my weight loss journey. I looked for ways to say no. That was my new thing that I picked. A new place to say no when I otherwise would have said yes. Are you brave enough to do that? Do you care enough about your weight loss journey that you're going to say no? Do you care enough about your personal growth that you will say no? Some of you are going to really struggle with that because you're conflict avoidant. Not only are you conflict avoidant with others, you are conflict avoidant with yourself. You don't want to stir up any conflict inside of your own head. You do everything possible to get rid of it. Let me tell you, conflict is good. Conflict is essential. Conflict is important. Conflict creates and triggers growth and learning. If you are a conflict avoidant individual, you are putting yourself in situations constantly where you will learn nothing, where you're doing the same thing day in, day out. You're looking for the path of least resistance. Where is that path of least resistance taking you? Is it a path of least resistance that you've cultivated yourself? Or is it a path of least resistance that you have evolved into? If it is the latter, more than likely you're, you're moving in a direction that's not in alignment with your goals. I don't know. Maybe you're the exception. I wasn't. And it sure seems like a lot of people I meet aren't the exception either to that one. You've got to practice saying no. Now let's talk about the last tip. And I saved this last one. This is the best one. I saved this one for the end. And this is one that I would talk about in coaching. So l listen, all right, this is, this, is, this is a free one given to you. You need to constantly observe and monitor your thoughts when you're eating. Every time food is passing through your lips for the next while, like months, I want you to ask yourself, why am I eating? Why am I eating this food? Why am I eating it this time? Why did I choose this and not something else? The, the world is full of so many foods. Why did I choose this one? Why am I choosing this much volume? Why am I going to stop when I'm going to stop? Why am I going to keep eating when I know I really need to stop? Why am I going to leave the food on my plate when I know I could just get up and go put it in the fridge and so it's not in front of me because I know if it's in front of me, I'm going to keep picking at it. Why am I leaving it here? I want you to, in the moment, question yourself. Some of you will not do that because you're conflict avoidant. You don't want to know the answers. And so you're going to choose to live in willful ignorance. You'll instead just say things like, I don't know why I did that. I don't know. Why did you overeat yesterday? I don't know why I did that. Yeah, you do. Who else knows? No one else knows. Only you do. However, you might have decided to shield that wisdom from yourself. Now, after the fact, it's very easy to do. After the fact, it's very easy to be like, well, I forgot because you didn't even attempt to keep it in your memory banks. In the moment, however, your thoughts are happening live. You can indeed, if you'd like, open the door in your mind and go, hey, brain, what are we thinking about? Why are we doing this? You can just stop and ask yourself. You can keep acting, keep eating, but be questioning yourself the entire time. Some of you won't do it, though, because you know, if you know the answer, you'll change the behavior. It's sort of like once you know that Santa Claus isn't real, uh, you can't unlearn that. Like Santa Claus isn't, like you, you, once you know that, you now know that. Well, there's going to be truths about yourself that once you know them, you can't unknow them. And knowing it will forever change the game. And I want to try to shake something loose for you right now. And this is where we're going to end the podcast episode this week. You never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, at any time, for ever, any reason, eat something without you wanting 
to do it. You never, ever eat without you wanting to do it. It is always a choice. Unless someone is literally force-feeding you, eating is a choice and one that you are making willingly in the moment. And it's important for you to know that. It's important that you recognize and accept that you are doing things because you want to. Always. That doesn't mean it's what you would prefer to do. It doesn't mean you like that you're doing it, but you're choosing to do it. It's your choice. It has to be your choice because if it's not your choice, you can't do anything about it. And that's why we like to live in willful ignorance because, well, nothing I can do about it. I don't know why I did it. It's just one of those things, you know, sun goes down every day. Don't know why it does. It just does. I overeat. I don't know why I do. I just do. No, that's not true. You do know. But you've got to be brave enough and have the discipline in the moment to get inside your own head and ask yourself, why am I doing this? All right. Have a great week this week on your weight loss journey. Look, this time of year is a tricky time of year. You know, summer's winding down. We got the holidays around the horizon. This is the time to double down, all right? Buckle down, get some good weight loss under your belt before the holiday season shows up. Because for many of you, you're going to choose to maintain. You're going to choose to maintain over the holidays, and that's fine. Some of you are not, many of you are not. But I want all of you to get as much weight loss under your belt between now and November, October, as you can. So if you've been thinking about leveling up your weight loss, if you've been thinking about taking things up a notch, now's the time to do it. Whatever that decision you've been sitting on, maybe you're in a position where like, you know, I think I'm just going to start. Start. If you're maybe thinking, you know, I've started, I've lost a little, bit of weight, a little bit of weight, I think I'm ready to see a personal trainer. Go for it. Some of you might be thinking, you know, I think I'm ready to start tracking calories. Start tracking calories. Some of you might be thinking, you know, I'm only losing about a half pound a week. I need to dial it up a little bit, maybe get up to a pound, pound and a half. Go for it. Do it. Whatever it is that you need to do, now is the time to level up your weight loss journey. So I'm going to leave you with one final bonus challenge. Between now and next podcast episode, find one way, whether it's small or big, don't care, to level up your weight loss journey. Level it up in some way. Take it to the next level in some area, be it in the food, body, or mind. Just level it up. All right. I'll see you next week on the Crystal Podcast. Always remember, you can do hard things. It's not because the hard things are easy. It's actually because they're hard. But you can do it because you're a badass. You got this. I'll see you next week.